Hey, Sams. Hey, Lana. Remember how we said I totally have a radio ad voice? A showman. You know, that will come in handy now that we're looking for sponsors to be featured on the show. You heard it here first. We are now looking for sponsors for the show. Want to have your ad featured on one of our episodes? Check out our sponsorship deck on our website or send us an email to shewellread at gmail.com. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of She Well Read. I'm Alana. I'm Samra. And I, you know, I always think I'm like, I don't know how I'm about to start the show, but let's go. <laughs> I never really know or plan what to say. So here we are. Here we are, in fact. Hope everybody's fact, having a great week. Yeah, I feel like I'm still low-key recovering from, like, having a short week and now having a normal week. Like, I had to remind myself, today is not Tuesday, it's Monday. Oh, I know. I had a dentist appointment, so I left work at 3, which was kind of nice. That is nice on a Monday. It was a good little buffer. Yeah, kind of like a a, a teeny-weeny break. (laughs) It was, and then my dentist appointment, I was planning on going back to work, but I was there till 5.15, so... It's a long dentist appointment. It was so extremely long, but, I mean, I'm not complaining. Right, we love clean teeth. Did they find anything? No cavities! We love to see it! Literally, I, am... I got... Oh. oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I I did get prescribed old lady toothpaste because I have sensitive teeth, though, so. Not old lady toothpaste. Girl, what toothpaste? Sensodyne? I'm I'm too old for Sensodyne. Oh, what it's is it? It's that bad. It's literally prescription toothpaste. Wow. Like, I have oh, to because... go to Walgreens and get it pres- like prescribed. Well, it's because you were saying, that's right. You were saying that, like, you were really sensitive, like, when you ate. Like, it would hurt. Like, physically hurt. Yes, and it hurts so bad because I'm, like, I personally enjoy chocolate and sweets and just everything was really, it was hurting me. Like, even eating, like, little fruit gummies. I can't even do that. Like, painful. Yeah, I can only relate to that right now because my Invisalign, whenever I take it out to eat, I can't like immediately bite into something because mm-hmm. they're still like a little sensitive because like technically my teeth are shifting. So oh, that makes like, sense. Yeah, so it's like a little like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a pinch of pressure, but like a low key kind of hurts mm. whenever I bite into something too quickly after I take them out. But anywho. Okay. Yeah, okay, same. He was saying, like, my something, like, part of my, the root of my tooth is, like, I don't know. It's, like, exposed, so. Oh. It makes my teeth sensitive. It doesn't sound good. Hopefully it gets better soon, though. Yeah, at least they were able to give you something for it. I was afraid they weren't going to be able to do anything about it. Or that it would be a bigger issue. Well, for a second, I thought I was going to have to have a mouth guard, which I have never had, but I thought that'd be funny to be putting <laughs> in a mouth guard before I went to bed. Yeah. That, I have to wear a retainer, like, when I got my braces out, and after, even after I have Invisalign, I'm going to have to wear a retainer at night, so it's going to be... It's, it's not like a mouth guard, but it's still, like, something in your mouth at night that you have to wear. Yeah, you have to, like, think about... Mm-hmm. Put it into my nighttime routine. <laughs> Just one of the 25 steps. <laughs> St- step 25. <laughs> right. <laughs> or not my mouth guard, my uh, retainer. <laughs> not the mouth guard. <laughs> not the mouth guard. Great. Episode name? Maybe. I kind of like it. I'm going to write it down. Not the mouth guard. Not the mouth guard. <laughs> Yeah. Just because it was funny. <laughs> no, thankfully, I don't have to do that. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. Well, thankfully, you don't have to wear a mouth guard, but thankfully, you do have to read this quote. <laughs> All right. Let me read this quote, guys. We're on chapter 10. Yes. It's called Your Dreams Are Calling. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Pick up the phone. Don't miss the call. Don't miss it. 
All right. So the quote is, it's time for you to move, realizing that the thing you are seeking is also seeking you. Dun, dun, dun. And that is Ianla Vizant. I yeah. liked the quote. I thought it was pretty fire. I do too. And it's kind of one of, it, it reminded me of when you were like, live, laugh, love. But this is less live, laugh, love. Yeah, I like it. I like because it's like, I like because it's like, um, <laughs> it's, it's not just all up to you, you know? The thing that you are working your way towards is also, like, it, it knows if you do believe that everything is planned, then like it's already waiting for you. So right. just like hurry up and go get it. Right. It's it's almost like that thing that you want, but you're afraid of seeking out. It's seeking you. So like stop being afraid of it and just go for it. And what yeah. happens happens. Even if it wasn't, like you'll see. Then you'll know. You know. It's you know. always better to know. You know. Yeah. You know. I know. <laughs> I'm so weak. That's hilarious. But okay, so when I was reading literally the first few paragraphs, it reminded me that your criticism from the last paragraph like instantly rang in my head. No. Because- <laughs> yeah, she calls Elaine out too. She's like, girl, be specific. Not okay, that part too, but the part that I'm talking about is when she's like uh like oh my gosh harriet cole's office is calling me oh my gosh it's harriet cole how you were like i know yeah, i was annoyed you- <laughs> i was annoyed i can't I wanted to ask i wanted to ask i was like i wonder if she's still annoyed <laughs> i am elena's being so silly right now <laughs> she's being silly to me yeah like duh <laughs> But okay, that that's the part I was talking about. But that part too, where she was telling her what part of essence that she got the internship for, and was like, why, why did why didn't you ask for what you wanted? Like, ask for what you want. Yeah, Harriet Cole, who is Elaine's like idol career wise, calls her, and. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, I was annoyed at this girl. She said, I suddenly thought I was being punked by one of my friends. The whole time I was reading it, all I saw was you like rolling your eyes. It was a lot of rolls. I was like, sis, <laughs> you applied for the job. Why wouldn't she call? Well, te- well, okay. Technically, she didn't apply for the job. This was like, she was reaching out to her about the job. Mm. Okay. Yeah, you're right. It wasn't the internship. Mm-mm. But this she was sent like, Harriet Cole. I thought a whole oh that was for her internship. Well, yeah, that's because she just wanted to, yeah. And then like for Harriet Cole specifically, she just wanted to get to know her. And then she was like, I thought that forty-five minute call is like the best call of my life, but I probably won't ever hear from her again. And then like now she's calling her about an opportunity. That's oh, what this is. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. In that case. The eyes are less rolled because why would she call back, right? Right. At that point, it's like, oh, she's calling, but like, I don't know what for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. And she congratulates Elaine on her Essence internship. Mm-hmm. And um, Elaine tells her she's working in the work and wealth department. Mm-hmm. Harriet seemed puzzled. And Elaine says, the truth was I got placed in that department, not because I was a money whiz, but because I wasn't brave enough to ask for what I really wanted, which was the fashion and beauty spot. Right. And um, I just think that that's what we were talking about last episode about how, you know, black women were just used to like picking up the scraps and being thankful and saying thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of taking charge like a man would in the same situation and just say, this is what I want. If you can't give it to me, that's okay. But she didn't even ask. So, right. Yeah. So, it wasn't yeah. like, I want the fashion and beauty. However, if that's not possible, I'm willing to, you know, just get my foot in the door in whatever position you all see fit. That's different than just being like, I'll take anything. Because do you want anything? Right. You have a purpose. What is it? 
Yeah, and you're just going to do better in an environment that you actually are passionate about. And maybe there's somebody who would have thrived in the work and wealth department that is now in fashion and beauty because Mm. you just couldn't make up your mind. Like sometimes women, we're just so indecisive, not to generalize us, but like I'm a woman and I... I I, yeah. you, you two are a woman and we I too am a can, woman <laughs> we can both attest the fact that we cannot ever make up a dis- our minds like Mm-mm. we just have a million tabs open and we're like clinging to all of them for some reason oh my gosh I realized I was just Elaine I was doing what Elaine did when I was telling you about what I was talking about in therapy about you know like with everything going on with COVID and how I felt about being in environments where I didn't know if everybody was vaccinated. Like I know how I feel about that and I know my stance on it, but I was just so like indecisive about it when I, it, I was making it harder than it should have been. Like I knew my answer already. Yeah. And it's so easy to do, but I think it's just the more you know yourself and the more you choose yourself, the easier mm-hmm. it gets to like just quickly do that right like bottom line messages choose you always always, always. and that's exactly what harriet says Mm-hmm. yeah she literally said may i give you one piece of advice <laughs> yes and elaine said of course she says if you know what you want ask for it and be specific you might just get it and then she's like damn she was right words are powerful and manifesting is real and the more you speak what you want the more the universe understands that and sends it your way like that's exactly what that quote is talking about it's also seeking you Mm -hmm. right you know i saw this thing on twitter where people were like the manifest debate like how people have been preaching manifest it manifest it manifest it and it's like yeah manifest it but also do the work yes for sure because i think sometimes people get lost in the whole oh well if i manifest it it's just gonna happen when it's like to a certain extent don't read it so literal you know what i mean for sure but i think that they work hand in hand right right exactly like because essentially if you're manifesting something you're just saying you want something and you're willing to do the work to get said thing. That's the manifest part of it. I feel like sometimes people think manifest as in, I want a million dollars. Now I'm going to have a million dollars. No, that's that's not what that means. Yeah, it's definitely not like a genie in the bottle kind of right. situation. <laughs> right. It's not retweet this tweet for good luck. <laughs> You better tell them. Them you're gonna have re- now you're gonna have good luck no that's not how that works <laughs> unless it's a giveaway you know and you do the giveaway you could end up getting some you, money. okay different different <laughs> very different two different tweets <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. Fair but yeah so um and then harriet i don't know if you wanted to keep going when she like is telling her advice about how she when she worked at essence Tell them. Okay, okay, so here's a, here's the tea, y'all. Harriet used to work at Essence and for 11 years, to be exact. And so she's like, I'm very familiar with the environment, and I know exactly what you're going to be doing there. And it's she's basically saying, like, she's selling herself, but mm-hmm. also telling her the truth at the same time, which I like, because sometimes a lot of people will just try to sell you without being like, now here's what I can do for you. Mm. like let me let me let me prove to you okay to me to me to a certain extent it's like there's a reason that this woman is your idol so to some extent like you believe her words Mm. and you believe like the action that she's putting behind them like yeah i know exactly what you're gonna do at essence Mm -hmm. you're gonna be like in a sea of interns and like not get what you actually want but here you'll get the real experience that you're trying to get Mm. and i can prove that to you here's my offer Here's my offer. Oh my gosh, I feel like that's a Shark Tank pitch. (laughs) It does sound like something that Mr. Wonderful would say. Right. Or like literally any of them. Gosh, I love that show. Anywho. (laughs) Bruh. I used to watch that so much in high school. It's crazy. Still watches it so much. It literally, they have marathons every Sunday on CNBC. 
Oh, okay. Wait a minute. So people right. are still getting money. People are still getting money. Like they still have like new episodes, new seasons, new like businesses. I love that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, small business. Yes, entrepreneurship. Right. We love to see it. Um, okay, yeah. So literally uh Harriet is like, I'm in LA in a few days and I would love for you to um basically be the production assistant on this shoot for um ebony magazine ebony right ebony yeah yes um because harriet works at ebony mm -hmm. and <laughs> like obviously this is elaine's dream and she right. is shook she's like i gotta get to malibu because that's where the shoot is mm-hmm but then she also felt a little torn about like, oh, now she's putting, not putting these thoughts in my head, but making me think about this deeper, mm. like the two opportunities that are in front of me. Right, right. So anyway, she goes to Malibu mm -hmm. and her mom actually comes with her, which is awesome. Um, and I liked that part where she was like, um, Elaine said, girl oh here it is but being an adult she said here i was beginning my journey into adulthood a journey i was determined to figure out alone but being an adult doesn't always mean you have to do it all alone mm -hmm. um yep. yeah i thought that was dope yeah and it honestly reminded me of my uh most recent house hunting how like i you know, I wanted, like, the difference was I wanted my dad to come with me. Like, I wanted my parents to be there because this is my first time buying a whole house. So it's that's a pretty, pretty big, big deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I didn't know anything or, like, I didn't know what I didn't know. Um, but it also exactly. made me nervous bringing him along because he has his opinions and is not afraid to show it and sometimes does it in a manner that I wouldn't necessarily do so then like I'd be like okay chill well, we can talk about this later when we're not like at this house showing <laughs> mm -hmm. so, but, but, but he did a really good job of like you know saving those types of comments for when we got home I love a man that home. can read the room that's huge yeah yeah so that it, that reminded me of that, like taking my dad house hunting with me. No, seriously, like she didn't want her mom to come. But when her mom did come, she was like, actually, thank God you're here. <laughs> right. Like, thank you. Thank you for coming, dude. Because um, her mom drove in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. It was an act of love. I was like, this sounds like Susie. She doesn't like long distances and driving at night. So, like, if your mom is doing that for you, you know that she's, like, literally doing that out of the kindness of her heart. Mm -hmm. Because that's not what comes naturally to her. Right, right. So, you know, it's just it's just all love. We love love. I do enjoy that. Um, <laughs> but it also allowed Elaine to be, like, fresh and ready for her job in the morning. For her freaking cover shoot that she didn't realize it was going to be a cover shoot. She was shooting, I mean, not she was shooting because she's not the cameraman, but, or camera person, but she was at the shoot for Serena Williams. Right, right. That's pretty freaking amazing. That's dope. And Harriet told her, because Harriet was running late, and so she told her, you know, just do your thing, but like, don't talk to the celebrity. But then she realized she knew one of the ladies who was doing Serena's like her hair person because of like she used to work in her aunt's shop and like it was like one of th those things where it's like what a small world yeah and I thought that was really cool yeah I was like I love when things fall into line like that like unexpectedly too those are the best to me when you have no idea it's coming for sure for sure especially if it's a good surprise yes not like a not like a seeing your ex being the cameraman surprise <laughs> that would be really traumatic but um i'm glad that did not happen and she ended right? up just seeing like her old hairdresser that her mom knew and like you know like almost a family friend yeah and like introduced her to freaking serena williams yeah she said look i didn't talk to serena 
Serena right. talked to me, so I right. think it's okay. <laughs> right. Like, technically, I didn't do what I wasn't supposed to do. She came to me. Yeah. So. Yeah. And um, Elaine was just owning the set. Apparently, by the time Harriet arrived, she mm-hmm. had already had conversations with everybody there. Like, kind of created, like, a repertoire. How do you say that? Repertoire. Yeah, you were Rep- right. Repertoire. Repertoire. She like, yeah, she had created that (laughs) with the (laughs) with the uh, people on set, and I think it just really impressed everybody. Yeah, and I think it also made her feel confident in herself, like when she took charge. And I think what also helped was Harriet being there kind of like pushing her and like making her feel confident in herself and I could very much relate to this next part where she says hey it was my first example of a female boss who elevated everybody around her mm-hmm. because my current boss is female and she does that constantly on our team like she very much makes me feel validated in um, my work and challenges me and just like really like she she always tells me in all of our like one-on-one sessions she's always like yeah so then when you're off doing bigger and better things and you're no longer working on this team da, 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 and I'm like girl I don't know how many times I gotta tell you y'all gotta fire me first but I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate what are confidence. you trying to say <laughs> right right but it's coming from a place of like you're bigger than this and I see I'm recognizing that I see that in you and so I want like you know what I mean like just encouragement so it's really nice having that Mm -hmm. yeah I wrote Lacey down as Lacey um, my first example of that Um, yes the next sentence after that is she was early evidence that a truly confident leader stands in her power without using it to make others feel small she ran the show with integrity grace kindness and class and i circled it and said that part because i think that women can do that better than men and i know that mm-hmm. might be a little bit um controversial, controversial. <laughs> because there are still way more men in positions of power than women which first of all is wrong should be equal but anyway um but i just i think that i agree with you um and maybe it's just because i'm a woman but the empathy that women have the ability to read the room it all comes very natural to us because i think that's just the way we were created like we do have to be more personal because we're the mother of children like we you know it just it comes inherently to us and it's yeah we're kind of we're kind of the emotion the emotion Yeah, and so I think it almost balances out the power side of things. And that's why I really, I really think women, I mean, it's proven women are more effective leaders than men. There are studies about that. Mm -hmm. Um, But since I thought of Lacey, I just wanted to shout her out since she is a sponsor of our season, season two of She Well Read. Whoop, whoop. Um, Whoop, whoop. Lacey owns Basic, and I'm sure y'all have heard them in our ads, but they are um, in Birmingham, and she runs the business extremely ethically. She knows every designer that makes clothes in her shop. She knows who's actually, like, putting the pieces of the clothing together, the fabric. Like, all of it is... um, sustainable and something that you can feel about feel good about wearing and I was just there on Sunday and just had the best little conversation with Lacey about honestly so many things because she's just a very wise intelligent woman um but she is like somebody that I guess I met right after I graduated college and she was so extremely inspiring to me because of her passion for sustainable fashion and ethical fashion and things like that which is kind of where my head was at at the time so she pushed me um, in a direction that I ultimately really wanted to be going in and um, yeah check basic out abasicshop.com 
They're pretty yeah. cool. And use our promo code. She will read. Oh no, SWR twenty. Y'all hear the ad? You know what the code is. Um, <laughs> get that twenty percent discount, guys. Get that discount. Basic is a slow fashion shop based in downtown Birmingham. Their team sources ethically made clothing from indie designers working within transparent supply chains, and the folks who made the items they stock were paid a living wage for their labor. As a human-centric brand focuses on fostering progress and inclusivity in the Deep South, their clothing and their content are intended to educate, elevate, and engage. They believe that business can and should be better. So, with the help of their customers, they give $5 of every sale to the Southern Poverty Law Center and the Human Rights Watch. You can shop basic at abasicshop.com and use our coupon code SHEWELLRED20 for 20% off your purchase. That's SHEWELLRED20 at checkout. But okay, so also from that same part where it says she was early evidence that a truly confident leader stands in her power without using it to make others feel small, it made me think about the recent, this we're getting into pop culture, controversy of Addison Rae. I don't know if you've seen about that, where she's a TikTok star and she tweeted. Yeah, she tweeted. The drama though. Yeah, okay, so she tweeted that she was wor- she was going to be a reporter at this UFC fight event okay, thing. Yeah, and she was, like, basically, like, three months of journalism school, like, prepared me for this moment right here. Is that what she said? Yeah, essentially, that's what oh. she said. Oh, I thought that's what somebody else said. No, she said it in that's her tweet. That's hilarious. Yeah, it was, like kind of haha funny like I get where she was coming with that but then people were like uh this is also kind of disrespectful and rude to the people who go to school for years to be in the place that you're at so I see both sides of it I see how she was kind of using it as a joke because we she do think live she's in, funny here's the thing. right but here's the thing like we live in this society where it of influencers where they can easily get a job because of their name and you know people were saying like there are so many other qualified people who could have been in her position and she was kind of just not humble about it that's the part people were kind of upset about it was like the way she phrased it like three like i can see how she meant it as a joke but i can also see how it's like it's not funny it's not funny read the room read the room (laughs) read the room is definitely what that moment was i saw that she got fired from her job though because of the twitter outrage so i thought that that was actually funny that part (laughs) i was like damn she said y'all made me lose my job lol yeah Yeah, she was like she was like she was like never mind y'all got me fired that part i was like yeah maybe you should (laughs) learn from this but she ain't gonna Mm mm-mm I can She's promise not. you that the thing about getting hyper famous in such a short amount of time is that it's really not deserved. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just it's like, like you the literally TikTok, didn't. The algorithm you didn't, work, you didn't for work for it exactly. So it's just it creates this like out of touchness that unless you're just very in touch with your. You have people that are keeping you grounded or, you know, humble. You're Mm -hmm. just going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm the shit, you know, because that's everyone's telling you you are and you're extremely rich now and everybody around you is a TikTok influencer. There's they're all also out of touch. And so how could you be how could you understand Right, because literally, I don't know if you know her backstory, but she dropped out of college at LSU after after three months of being in school to become a full-time influencer. And it just so happened to work out for her, but that's not the same story for everyone else. So I can understand because sometimes that is how people become to be celebrities. Like, it just kind of happened. And they didn't have Usually to work Usually not, it. though. Well, okay, fair. And then, I'm talking about in the new age of influencers. In the new age, In the right. new age. Back in the day, that's not how... Well, then you have the Kim Kardashians of the world. But... <laughs> but when you two think about it, 
they scaled up. She didn't just magically become famous. Right, like a household name. But she did come from money because her dad was Rob Kardashian. It's not like she came from nothing in this, like, her sex tape came out and then all of a sudden now everybody knows who Kim Kardashian is and then she worked her way up. It was like, she was already kind of ahead of the game money-wise because of who her dad was and the connections that she already had. It's just like she got kind of pushed even further because of the sex tape. Yeah, I guess so. I just feel like, honestly, like her dad was like, so uninvolved in her career i mean he was it's really not your fault what family you get born into right that's true that's true that is absolutely true she could have a lot of people are born into a rich family and don't do anything and just live off their parents money but she literally like hustled she did you're you're right reality show and then she became a household name because they continued to entertain us for what 20 something seasons like 20 seasons so it's just kind of like did she just make it you know uh, i don't know it, if anything it was borderline it just so happened that she lived in la you know what i mean because her dad yeah. worked there and then she you it know, had money and and had money because he worked for it yeah you know true true like that's how everyone in reality shows i'm watching the hills that's why i'm thinking about Mm it it just so happens that they all lived in laguna beach and e was looking for girls in laguna beach like they didn't really choose to be there they just so got lucky they happened to be in the right place at the right time true and what they chose to do with that after you know Mm. is why they still have millions of followers and money and still you know what i mean true 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 i guess i guess because i just used to be such a fan of the kardashians because they they were like our first reality tv family for real for real at least for me who we like watched and like knew their lives and was entertained constantly like lord disick still kills me like those early episodes were the best Mm-hmm. Um, until they started becoming problematic, which I think from kind of from the jump, they were itching towards the level of problematic and then they just dove straight into it. Yeah. Yeah. And I so. think that goes along with like that money and the fame. Yeah. So I think that's why it's hard for me touch. to hard for me to defend them. But you're right. Oh, I'll defend them. I really will. <laughs> I don't I'm not saying I like them and I will also shit on them mm-hmm. because they deserve it. But it does irk me when people say like, oh, they're just famous for being famous because you can only do that for so long. True. Before people get irrelevant. Right. It's almost like you can go viral for so long until like, what'd you do after you went viral? Yeah. (laughs) But the the influencer thing is very different different because it's, it's an algorithm. And then once you've made it on the platform, there's just your avenues just open up immediately and it's like you didn't necessarily i don't know it's It's all a a gray area it's weedy it's weedy lots Mm -hmm. of weeds but anywho when i read that (laughs) right make us go we're trying to get viral i want to be out of touch okay look (laughs) not really though but that was funny (laughs) No, because I have friends that will keep me grounded. Per Hashtag text me when you get home. <laughs> and will. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, guys. Okay. We're on page 117 now. Yeah, I was like, where are we? <laughs> yes, please keep up. <laughs> Class. Class class it's have you okay 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 last thing have you seen that <laughs> that that person on twitter who like dresses up as like the the admin the admin person the admin person at school with the kids <laughs> the janitorial key yes and just shakes I, that thing around all day long and no, all it's the, like, so true though <laughs> why do we all live the same exact lives <laughs> right like why oh my gosh those when they pop up my for you page 
kill me every time because it's so accurate. Every time it's accurate, bro. <laughs> and that's what that just reminded me of when you were like, class. I was like, <laughs> don't y'all got something to be doing? Right. Or like, I think one of my favorite ones where it's like when the admin comes during when you're taking a test and like trying to talk to the teacher and like be quiet and be like, hey, y'all take, y'all take your test. And like, <laughs> like, okay, but you're distracting me. I know. They're just having a good, they're literally living their best lives. And I love literally. that for them. I love that for them. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're okay. <laughs> I just had to let that one out. No, I'm glad you did. I'm glad um. <laughs> okay. Woo. All right, we're back. 117. There's this, part, there's this part on 117 that I loved. Okay. It says, um, well, she was thinking about how powerful she felt on the shoot versus how like belittled she felt in her last internship. And mm. she was wondering what the difference was. And she said, I realized that if we aren't vigilant, we can move through our entire lives feeling smaller than we actually are. By playing it safe, by unconsciously giving away our power, by dimming our radiance, by not recognizing there is always so much more waiting for us on the other side of fear. I was hoping that's the part you were talking about because that's the part I was like have highlighted. Um, specifically, there's always so much more waiting for us on the other side of fear. Mm. And I think I have to think about that a lot of times when I'm going through like my anxiety episodes, I guess you could call it, because anxiety is just something I live with that I've learned to deal with to a certain capacity, which is mm-hmm. why I stay in therapy because there's sometimes where I get anxiety where I like start to spiral out and forget everything that I just learned and like have to come back to myself like no you know how to handle this situation you're just you're just on you're on edge a little so but I I always have to remind myself like okay but let's keep pushing what's what's (laughs) next what are we actually to do yeah because you you just feel better when you're moving forward Mm mm-hmm at least that's what I tell myself. My mom's always like, damn, you're busy. And I'm like, honestly, I need it. I like it. And I think it's, I think I'd be thriving versus when I'm just too. like sitting around all day because I end mm-hmm. up feeling like shit. Yeah, same. I can't, I can't do it for long. Like I have to do something. Like I have to keep moving. It's just, it's good self care. For sure. Um, for show. Yes. So then, okay, so they're nearing the end of the shoot. And Dudley, the director of photography, you know, was like, hey, come over to talk to her, him and Harriet. And so he's like, you know, when are you coming to New York? And she's like, huh? (laughs) And they're both like, you're hired. That's what he means. Congrats. And, you know, it'll start with an internship and then they can go from there. And she's like, oh my gosh, thank you. But uh, what about my other internship that I already accepted and basically begged for the job? Like, what do I do? (laughs) And I can relate because when I was doing my job hunt, when I got out of school, I had a very similar situation where, yeah, yeah, I had pretty much already accepted a job somewhere else, Mm -hmm. but was still hanging on hope for the company that I really wanted to work for. Yes. (laughs) And once I was able to like get to where I wanted to be with that job offer and like accepted that one, I had to go back and to rescind my acceptance from the other one. Mm. But the biggest part of that was by the time all of that had finished, it was the Friday before I was supposed to start on that Monday. So it was a little even more awkward, like, yikes. I really, because I had known for, like, a couple weeks that I had that job, but now I got this new job that I actually wanted. Mm. So I had to call and tell them that I wasn't coming anymore and that I got a different job offer. And, like, I just, I remember I kept apologizing because I was like, I know this is last minute. I'm so sorry, but I just, I, I have to accept this other offer basically like my future boss was the one I was talking to because during that whole process I never once like really talked to HR and that's kind of how that's supposed to go so like situations like this were wouldn't happen but Mm -hmm. I I ended up having to talk to like my would have been future boss and tell her and she was just like she was just she was very cold about it 
Mm. And she was like, uh, well, I wish you would have told us sooner so we could have hired somebody else. And I'm like, I understand, but also I didn't know at the time. Um, and right. it, it's just it's just business, like yeah, it's all, what happened at the end of the day. It, yeah. it do be like that. It's kind of I could have just not shown up. You could have. It's crazy. It's crazy. So kind of her reaction solidified to me that I made the right decision. Mm, period. She very unprofessional about it. Sheesh. Yeah. So anywho, yeah. I'm I where I am now. Happens. Yeah, no. Yep. Right. Yeah, and Elaine kind of does the same exact thing yeah and they low-key laughed in her face too they were like you going to ebony okay (laughs) (laughs) i know i know and it's funny how confident she was she was like really honestly trusting god she felt that this was a god thing she felt called to be at ebony even though she knew it was like dusty old your your auntie's favorite magazine right and she literally says oh sorry keep going yeah i was just gonna say the same thing uh whenever friends or family felt the need to fling their fear onto my future i would just tell them this is between me and god and that's that on that how do you respond to that you know it's like oh okay i mean i'm not trying to get in the way of god right like i'm not trying to get in between you and god now that you didn't brought him into this you didn't have to bring him into this but the t is he was already there <gasps> she <laughs> oh okay a lot of you better preach today <laughs> can i get an amen <laughs> a fucking man bitch okay bleep me if you need to <laughs> I might keep that one in for funsies. For funsies! Um, Until somebody writes us saying, hey, chill on the profanity. I feel like we're okay. Yeah. Or until Apple's like, hey, you said you were a clean show. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody report us, okay? Just keep leaving good reviews and they're not going to say nothing. Right. Exactly. Um, So then, because I really related to that. Mm -hmm. The just like mm. not the live laugh love again i feel like i keep relating back to that because you can <laughs> you can make this a live laugh love moment but i really feel it's not because i being a christian uh constantly praying over specific things because i don't just pray to pray i mean sometimes it's like you know i'm about to eat let me pray I'm about to go to sleep mm-hmm. let me pray mm. but most of my prayers are pretty intentional like I'm really just sitting there talking to God Mm. and being like because I know you can't like to a certain extent you can't literally just tell me like a lot of this is what you're supposed to do but in a certain way he does tell me a lot of this is this is what I have for you Mm -hmm. this is what I've planned for you and this is what it is and what it ain't so I felt that I felt that on a very spiritual and deep level so that's all I had to say on that part. In the mood for something sweet? Then go visit Jolly Cakes at any of their pop-up shops. They offer cupcakes, popcorn, cookies, and cakes in a variety of yummy assortments. They are always out and about in the city during the week and on weekends. To locate them, follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Jolly Cakes. Be sure to tell them she Wall Red sent you to get a free cookie with your purchase. So basically Elaine in this next last part of the chapter is living my dreams and fantasies. So good for her. (laughs) No, but honestly, I was like, this sounds amazing. Like everything you want more. Every time we finish one of these chapters, I'm like, Sarah's going to tell me she's moving to New York tomorrow. (laughs) By the end of this, I probably will be making plans no i seriously do have like a little new york trip planned in september so i think that'll hold me off is it for governor's ball yes Mm. queen i figured i was just like i'm pretty sure that's what she's talking about (laughs) she will red pop up in new york september 20 something hit my line hit she will red's line i was about to say she'll be there not me 
<laughs> yeah, it'll be a, it'll be just a Samra pop up with Sheila Red. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, but you as you were saying, girl. So as fate would have it, Elaine takes the job at Ebony. Mm-hmm. As she should. As she should. She should. And also, her college friend Natalie landed an internship at CBS in New York City, which means they got to be roommates. Mm-hmm. That's which a pretty epic first job out of college. Yes. Can we just talk about it? Right. No, that's like big time right there. But then <laughs> this next part, I was like, "Dang, you hate to see it, but you got to see it through, my boy. You got to see it through." <laughs> and she did. <laughs> I Basically, know. I was just Anywho. talking shit because I'm jealous of Elaine and her friend who get to be roommates in New York City right after college. Like, who does that? Most of us are unemployed for six months. Right. Or like at a job just because we need the money. That's it. Of course. Of course. Nobody. Not everybody, you know, lands their first. But don't get discouraged, yeah. y'all. All right. <laughs> don't get discouraged (laughs) look okay it's gonna be all right it it is gonna be all right if you don't land it now like yo you will get there manifesting it's on its way to you right because samar you didn't really get your job until like way after a year Yeah. yeah like literally literally a year after i graduated yeah and then we had a whole pandemic and that was like a big part of the reason why so mm, times that's are weird so true yeah they were definitely in a good economy so that could have you know helped their case true that's true but, but i think the recession was about to hit because george bush was president oh you might be right might either be right. either it hit or was coming or was coming right Right. But either way, they got hit with this apartment that, you know, they couldn't really, they had to go sight unseen. And when you they know sh- what this reminds up, me of? What? It reminds me of our Airbnb in Tennessee. I tried so, so hard to put to that forget in the it. To forget it ever happened. The whole experience. Y'all, tell me why I'm Elaine in this situation. Like always, bruh. <laughs> literally like i'll give y'all the short story basically we were going to an ariana grande concert in nashville and samra was in charge of booking the airbnb and we as she should (laughs) as she shouldn't have (laughs) and we get to set airbnb and y'all it was just we had bad vibes. We couldn't lock the door. It was dirty. There were other people. It just was not a good situation for us to be in. It so, wasn't as three women. We alone. couldn't even lock the door. It was it so just, scary. It was bad. So I think it was about two, three o'clock in the morning where we had to make the decision to leave and drive back to Birmingham, a three hour drive. And it was <laughs> <laughs> that that whole event was a fail. Like from beginning to end, it was such a struggle. And I think it was character building, but <laughs> they never let me book an Airbnb ever again. As we will not. <laughs> unless yeah. unless we see it and review it before that was our mistake we didn't that, even look at it no on god on god because usually people be reviewing my you know i usually share i don't know why exactly i was in charge i couldn't tell you i don't i think you just took charge and we were like you know what she's she's grown we're gonna we're gonna and we soon realized not that not not enough <laughs> she did not cover her bases i said look this one's cheap look i was broke so we were all broke so that was another thing yeah when you're desperate and they were they're desperate like this is their first time in new york they both have internships they're paying ten dollars an hour so like a few dollars over the minimum wage right they don't have much money to work with so but they make it work so yeah her mom's like are y'all sure about this (laughs) she kept saying like y'all the ones with the one-way ticket (laughs) yeah she said i'm gonna be fine either way (laughs) right i would be cool 
But you know what y'all thinking? <laughs> Where's your head at? <laughs> so they just set up their little place, and now they're in New York. We're gonna see. She even ends a chapter with two brown girl bosses turned working women in New York City. Oh, oh! I didn't realize Natalie was a brown girl boss. Yeah, Cute. I, 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 I got distracted either. by the yeah. black and mild. I was like, Bleh. <laughs> yeah, I said, Elaine, I just, my opinion of you just, it just went down a little bit. You know, she was young and it was probably the thing back then, maybe. And I can't lie, I've smoked one or two, so. Yeah, so it is what it is. Who am I to talk, right? Who am I, who are you to judge? I'm no one. <gasps> no, you're someone. You're someone. Just, I get the Not, saying, though. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Anywho. Anyway, two brown girl bosses turned working women are in New York City, guys. And we're going to see what happens next. Like, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. I love you. want to turn the page. Should we do it? Let's do it at the same time. I already am. I'm already. Girl. Okay. I was I was making sure we were really at the end, and so I was already here, ready to do my thing of saying what the next chapter is. Okay, then do your thing. Okay, so the next chapter is chapter eleven, started from the bottom, Ooh. and let's let's see what it's talking about. We're gonna see next week what what happens as the story as the plot thickens. The plot into the thick of it. Into like the, the thick of it. That's the theme of this season. We're just in the thick of it, man. But anywho. Yeah. This has been another episode of She Well Read. I'm Alana. I'm Samra. And we'll see y'all next time. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at She Well Read to stay in the loop. Also, be sure to send us listener letters, fan mail, or PR to our new P.O. Box, 1725 Gardendale, Alabama, 35071. And remember, if you have anything to add, comment, suggest, feedback, send it all to shewellreadqa at gmail.com or post about it in our Facebook group. And for any business inquiries or collabs, send us an email to shewellread at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe, download, and leave a review for today's episode. We love you and stay well read. Bye! Bye.